know things, I know some too. Sit right down, the will explain them to you. If there's a thing you want to explain, these two feminists can entertain. Nerdy stuff, sexy stuff, so much to know. Tune in for the Femsplain Show. Femsplain! Hello, Diana. Hi, Avalon. And hello, anyone else who might be listening in on this private conversation. Ugh. Listeners, we might call them. I won't call them that or anything. <laughs> peepers. Those peepers out there. <laughs> Hi, peepers. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Like when, you, when you said it, it was okay. When I said it, it seemed like a cutesy nickname for a penis. Oh, God. Uh. Hello, peepers. <laughs> I'm not not what? saying that's what Francis is. Yeah. Nickname for... Oh, oh. So, welcome to... What is this? Welcome to Femsplained. Yeah. That's what What's this that? is. Femsplained is a girls-only clubhouse podcast uh, in which two queer femme human beings named Diana and Avalon uh, create space to talk about things that they feel passionate or excited or nerdy about. That's right. But just because that's the space we've created doesn't mean that we don't want people of every gender and non-gender to listen, laugh, and learn with us. I, I don't know if there's a whole lot of learning, but listening and <laughs> laughing. I Let's be, I don't know. I don't know the educational value of this podcast. Yeah. But listen and laugh, definitely. So we've got, we've definitely got listen. Mm-hmm. We're optimistic about laugh. Yeah. And we're just going to go ahead and. And get rid of learn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, learn is a pipe dream. So so listen and laugh with us uh, about these things. Last week, Diana, me, I'm Diana, hello, uh, <laughs> uh, went on a fucking insane tirade about Peter Pan. That's not she, what I, it was. It was such a articulate and classy sort of dissertation tirade a classy and <laughs> a classy absolute so good. ramble about peter pan which is something that no other person is obsessed about so if you listen to that i think some children probably email are. me like i don't know <laughs> like uh because that's pretty pretty weird and yeah so now this week it is we're not talking about it we don't know oh. it yet Oh, we don't know. Not only does a man have to tell us about it, but also first we have to talk <gasps> about... We do! We have to do our new segment! Yes. Oh we have to talk about what nerd culture has done for us lately. Mm. Mm. What has nerd culture done for you lately, Avalon? Well, so I nerd burlesque show that I was building up to producing yes. happened on the Friday prior to recording this. And it went pretty well, and it was pretty fun. The only sort of performance snafu happened with one of my numbers, which I would much rather than someone else's, but it kind of means that I didn't really get to do it, which I was sad about. Oh, yeah. But it's okay. No, it's fine. I just liked it, so I was sad that I didn't get to do it. But I, so I did a Bowsette number that went off pretty well. Bowsette? I got to use my Halloween costume, which is always kind of nice to get more than one use out of a costume and I actually performed it at another show the following night out of town so I got three uses from my Bowsette costume which one is awesome costume. can yeah. you just take a step back and tell me what Bowsette is because um, I want to hear you say it sure <laughs> so um Bowsette is um one of the weird things that has happened in Nintendo internet fandom recently not quite as creepy as the Stormy Daniels toad analogy. Um, mm-hmm. However, when it was announced that, what was it, Toadette can put on the super crown and become like a weird humanoid princess, it led yeah. the internet to speculate what would happen if Bowser put on the super crown. And then like <laughs> the internet immediately reached this like weird simultaneous consensus that she would be like, a dominatrix that she, that she would be bay yeah. yeah and yeah. like she's just like a thick af sex thing i don't know so i i felt like i should take advantage of the timeliness of that in approaching halloween and approaching uh villains burlesque show and uh 
and do that because it was a good intersection of silly and overtly sexual. Yeah. Which is how I would describe myself as a performer. That's what you... Oh, finally, because I listened to I finally have a tag. Our, I, I was just listening to our burlesque, original burlesque uh, episode, and and I, I, you know, when I asked you what your style of, of performance was, I, I feel like this is the answer I really wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it was it was really fun. I tried to make my Bowsette a little bit less literal and do sort of like a Marie Antoinette Bowsette because I thought it'd be more fun. So like I had a big beehive with the yeah. um, super crown on it and I had like one of those exposed cage skirts, which mm-hmm. also I think was a good effect for stripping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if I'm being frank. Uh, yeah. I think that the costume like moved interestingly and translated really well. So I was proud of it. That's pretty cool. Uh, pictures are up on Instagram if you want to see uh, Avalon Not dressed as pictures, just Halloween. No, yeah. as Bowsette, yeah. as Bowsette, which yeah. is still pretty good. Um, yeah, I was like, it might be one of my favorite costumes I've done. I don't know why. I just thought it was. It really was fun. really good. It was. Um, it's really good. It was extremely topically like like point. It was good. Fun. The timing yeah. was really good. It was funny because the nerd burlesque show was at a video game bar and people were like, ah, oh, yeah, about that, huh? Um, and then I performed it the next night at like a roadhouse in the middle of like rural Southern Oregon. And I thought there was no fucking way anyone was going to know what I was or what I was doing. But the people there who knew it like freaked the fuck out. And it was very validating and very That's fun. so exciting. I yeah. love that. Yeah, I liked that a lot. So yeah, so there was that. And then honestly, that show took over my life and I'm so happy it's over. Um, yeah, I've missed you. <laughs> I mean, I just like had to completely vanish because it was also midterms and it was just like the yeah. worst two weeks ever. Yeah. But now that that's done, I have been playing the new, uh, not the new Diablo, but the Diablo release on Switch. And that's been really fun. Um, and I'm digging that. And I binged Sabrina. Yeah. We have gotten addicted to Charmed since we last talked. Yes. Charmed. Uh, That's the, a mutual to the peepers. one. And yeah. I'm continuing to watch Clone Wars. And that's all I can think of for nerd culture. Cool. What about you? What has nerd culture done for you lately, Diana? Oh, man. You know, not not anything like like large scale uh, really recently, but just a couple of nice little things. I went to a really fucking ill harry potter uh party oh, i'm so jealous it I'm was so, so jealous it was so extremely well done i have a friend who does not know how to do things half-assed and i bless her every day for that she had a real sorting hat she created like a curtain so that as we entered the party she could place us in our houses we had divination class where she like told some girl like ahead of time like really specific facts about each of us and then uh like didn't tell us that that had happened and so we were like going through divination class and getting like actually spooked um by this girl's fortune telling um we made our own wands out of like uh hot glue and paint we then dueled where we had a (gasps) the dueling game was actually really fun we had you had a partner on your side and you would say the spell uh so like i say i said expelliarmus like my partner would actually go and grab their wand and throw it across the room that's how we play pokemon <laughs> yeah yeah whenever we get really drunk that's how we play pokemon the yeah the trainer yeah. will say something and then you have to go like pretend to be a tornado and go attack yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, just like that. Um, so we did that. She also, like, she's a coder by trade and by hobby. And so she coded a custom game of Jeopardy that she had casted to the television. That it, It's just, it was so good. All of it was so good. She had little Easter eggs all around. She had a moaning myrtle in the toilet. Uh, mm-hmm. She had, like, a Marauder's Map and, like, the wanted posters like yeah from the ministry of magic like all over one wall as like a photo background we had the house cup competition so she had like jars for each house and she had beads different colored beads to represent like numerical points and throughout the night like if you did challenges like i solved the poison bottle game from the book the the the, the poison bottle puzzle yeah um from when of i 
when I, from Chamber of Secrets. When I when I solved that, cause, no, Sorcerer's Stone. Sorry, is it from Sorcerer's Stone? Yeah. Okay. So like I solved that and got like fifty points for Hufflepuff. And if you won, like, the duel, uh, whoever won the duel, and then Jeopardy, you got a bunch of points, whatever. Uh, and then also throughout the night, if you, like, liked something someone said, as long as they weren't in your own house, you could award a, another house any points throughout the night. And it was just really funny because there was a lot of, like, people... It's so it's so apparent how strongly, like, people connect with their, like, house definitions. Yeah. And the, the, the example I'll give of that was that Slytherin did win the House Cup with Gryffindor being, like, very, very close behind. Hufflepuff had almost no points despite having the most members at the party because <laughs> because we were more likely to help other people out with different challenges instead of competing <laughs> against yeah. anyone. Yeah, uh, so I got... A small prize at the end for for being very quintessentially Hufflepuff, even though we didn't win anything. <laughs> but she had really great prizes. She had like real quill pens and like authentic uh, Marauders maps what and yeah. Diana, uh, I'm so fucking jealous of this yeah. party. You have no idea. It's been making me furious. We drank gilly water and and oh. drinking. Oh, it was so good. It was it was it was just gin and tonics, but it was <laughs> yeah. It was great. And she made the chocolate frogs. She made them. Little Why? actual chocolate Buy frogs. That shit. And she, she can't. She but she made them and she made the packaging to to put them in. She like printed them out and made I know. I just um, feel like this person thinks they're better than me and that's really my only takeaway. That's the thing is that she just does not. She's just like she so does. no. She and then so now we woke up and we started planning the next one and it's going to be Lord of the Rings. And I'm very excited about that. Fuck. That's awesome. Yeah, Yeah. it looked... It looked awesome. Yeah. So jealous. Yeah, it was really cool. And then, I don't know. Honestly, I've hit some... some Recently, some kind of, you know, nerdy jackpots in in, in terms of good dates that I've gone on that have been really nerdy and and cool. And I like that. (laughs) No. Yeah, but that's... uh, that's pretty much it. Nothing nothing big. Sweet. I like it. Well, if that's all that nerd culture has done for us lately, and it sounds like we haven't done anything for nerd culture. Actually, I produced a show. Fuck that. You produced a whole yeah, show. Yeah, you didn't. You have I got drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you got drunk for nerd culture, though. I, I got drunk in a cape. That's what happened. So oh, now oh, if we oh, could get... Uh, well, you are back to doing D&D. Yes, my D&D group is back we took a short hiatus we were trying to figure out you know scheduling issues and we were coming up on the end of a big arc and when they finished it i wanted to give them the option to try other gaming systems or to swap dming or to try different things and like i i would have been really proud and excited for them to try other things but selfishly the fact that they were like no keep going with the campaign i also makes me warm and fuzzy on the inside so i'm i'm happy we played on sunday uh to to start the newest chapter uh in in their in their quests lives so that i am very very happy and, and blessed about hashtag blessed hashtag blessed i am well, then, I guess, since we don't know how else to maintain this conversation, it would be nice if somebody else could maybe step in and let us know what we could possibly talk about today. Yeah, like a man. Like somebody who knows that would what they're be, talking Yeah, that about. would definitely be preferable. Yeah. I would love that. Putting one minute on the man, watch, and go. Pokemon. Oh, you like Pokemon? Let me guess, you had the trading cards when you were a kid because you liked the pretty pictures? 
when the first movie came out, you had to go out to Burger King and buy like a hundred kids meals so you could have the toys to show off at school. Yeah, Pokemon's evolved a lot since you were probably into it. Around like gold and silver, I'm guessing, is where you dropped off. But when you really get into some of the later entries, it becomes about the meta and the competitive scene. You can't just pick the ones with the prettiest hair or the one that remind you of your poodle. You have to really like put the work in. Because there's also like natures and stuff. So you may think that you have a strong Pokemon, but if its nature is no good, well then, you're not going to last long in a tournament, my friend. But yeah, no, tell me more about how you picked up Let's Go Pikachu to relive your childhood. Ha! Huh. Wake me up when Pretendo Switch decides to get real and bring another installment to the franchise that we true, hardcore fans have actually been waiting for. And that's your Mansplain Minute. Well, good. Thanks, Francis. Thanks, Francis. I, I was talking in the recording. You're welcome. For what? <laughs> so we're talking about some fucking Pokemon. How we do you are feel talking about that. I feel unqualified, but I do feel very excited about it because I like like it a lot. When um, do you remember the first time Pokemon came into your life? Yeah, Pokemon was in my life originally because of the show. Okay. The television show, which I loved right away and was very hooked on right away. And I don't remember I don't remember the the timeline of when they like became popularized, but I, I it was pretty close when I became like into the card game. Mm. So that became my thing. Like every Friday night, I went to the local library. Mm-hmm. Uh, after school and hung out there for like three hours playing Pokemon cards. Um, and that was my whole like thing for, for a did, long time. And you battled? Oh, yeah. Oh, I did. I did. Sweet. I battled. I had three decks that nice. I uh, had built. They weren't, you know, I wasn't like as competitive as some people were. I wasn't going to claim to be crazy good at it. But I was very proud of, of the decks that I had created. I was, you know. What were your elements? <clears throat> um, ooh, okay. So I I had an I know that my favorite one was an earth like heavy deck. Yeah. That I was super proud of. And that was my like go to one. And the one was lightning, and then I don't remember what the other one was. Cause I don't think I used it very often. But those were my two favorites. I feel like, at least for me, I felt like most of the more common cards that I would get were water. So I would be surprised mm. if you didn't have like a water deck that you didn't give a fuck I about. might have, but I yeah. think those were like my throwaway like cards Got because it. they were so common and yeah. I was so like adamant on having something different. Yeah. But yeah. That makes yeah. sense. I can remember going with my grandmother on like, when I was visiting her over spring break in like second or third grade and she babysit these kids and they had the Pokemon Game Boy game Mm. and I got to play it and I was like, what? (laughs) And I liked it so much. And I, and then I like asked for it, like for my birthday or whatever. The show, I can't, I guess the show must have come next. Um, And I know I watched it and I know I enjoyed watching it, but I wasn't, it didn't like become a show that I was obsessed with or like would act out or whatever, which is normally sort of my litmus test for how much I liked something as a kid is if I was pretending to be in it. Yeah, um, that was me. I wanted to be Ash Ketchum so fucking bad. Yeah, so it's weird yeah. to me that I didn't, even though I knew I, I, I know I watched it. It may be that it was... It must have been happening at the same time as Sailor Moon is what it was, and I didn't have room. Yeah, because that <laughs> in my that's fantasy. What, that's what. So that's what I watched basically. Like I knew about Sailor Moon and had yeah. watched a little bit of it, but Pokemon was the show that I was obsessed with. Yeah, it was yeah. also like I, and I also did the card thing. So I think it was necessary to watch the show. But I think that it was a little bit cheesy. Um, yeah. For me. Extremely <laughs> cheesy. I know. I'm just saying. Like, I may not have, like, <laughs> loved it. Um, I don't know how you can watch any Japanese animation. Sure. And then call Pokemon cheesy. 
I don't like. It's, I think it, it was cheesier than. I so disagree. Oh my god. There was no like. There was. There were no um, mature topics being handled. Basically, there was no romance, and there well, was no that's big not bad. True. There was no big bad, and there was no romance. There was romance. No, there was not. I mean, it was it was low key, but it was implied. It was too low key. <laughs> it was too low key. Yeah. The movies maybe made it a little bit. Yeah, less I think low that key. if the protagonist of that show had been Misty, I would have been more on board. But I think that seeing things through Ash's perspective was a little, uh. And then, honestly, I really think it was that there wasn't a big bad. Like, the stakes were reset with every single episode. Yes. And so it, it became, was like, very, Scooby-Doo. Um, not Sco- like, it was Scoop. No, yeah. it was more like, um, um, oh, God. Uh, uh, Inspector Gadget. It was yeah. In- it was Inspector Gadget. There was one big bad, and yeah. he lost every time. Yeah. And that was Team Rocket. And it was so <laughs> Bless formulaic. Them. Yeah. It was formulaic, but, I mean cheesy like it's it was i mean it you have no argument for me in that it was cheesy it was very very cheesy but like you watch dragon ball z and sailor moon and those those cartoons are so cheesy too they're cheesy in a different way though maybe maybe cheesy is the wrong word campy maybe maybe i don't know know. but it was it's for a younger audience yes yes and i'm so fucking mature anyway (laughs) it was fun i um I really, really liked the cards. Probably yeah, more than the too. show. My uh, equivalent of your Friday night library was either Tuesdays or Wednesdays. I can't remember. I know it was midweek, annoyingly, at Books a Million, uh, which was also a retailer of the cards. But it was sort of like an officially sanctioned meetup for battling. So I don't know if this was the case with your library, but they gave us um, like a passport booklet. And every battle you won, you got a stamp. And every, oh. like, hundred battles, they gave you an actual pin that was, like, a boulder badge. That's so cool. No, oh. the library was just, like, uh, they had free gaming space uh, yeah. for, like, tweens in, in, like, the young adult section on Friday nights. And it was pretty much almost all Pokemon cards and Yu-Gi-Oh! at at for a certain like mm. chunk of time and it was i mean kids battled and we we made our own like kind of tournaments out of it but it was not anything that was organized by anyone else right yeah i think that that's totally acceptable it was awesome though that we had actual fucking badges though <laughs> yeah that's really um, cool and i'm mad right now <laughs> yeah they were the shit they were like metal backed pins they were they were really legit and they were free i think because of how much fucking money they were making off of kids buying the cards <laughs> yeah sure but i just remember it was three dollars and thirty cents at the register for a pack of cards and i became so obsessed with that increment of money <laughs> yeah. so obsessed i think it must have been because there must be like a sale like a 10 cent sales tax on the dollar that must be why it was 3.30 but i just remember being amazed by how quickly finding quarters you could get enough of them yeah <laughs> like to get all you needed were what 14 quarters and that was a pack of cards and every pack of cards was like un. it was just unbelievable the suspense yeah of going through and being and like and not and knowing. like just flipping all of those I know. fucking and element the foil, cards like opening the, the foil anything yeah. could be inside it could be a holographic fucking chancy it could change mm-hmm. your life it could just be a bunch of star use you never be know a mew. it could be a fucking mew could be like couldn't be a mew i could never dream that big <laughs> i just wanted a goddamn charizard <laughs> <laughs> i had a mew and i never got a charizard I, a I always mew? wanted a I had a Mew, and I never had a Charizard. Wow. And then, did you... I was so impressed. <laughs> and then, did you... Well, it was just, like, fucking luck. It's not like I, you know, I didn't do anything to uh, achieve no, it. No, it feels except... like you were chosen, though. <laughs> the, the, the other thing I was... I Do you remember the the McDonald's collectible, like, like three-inch thick... <laughs> that shit was Burger King. <laughs> oh, it was Burger King? <laughs> it was. And oh, it was, yeah, it was part of the movie release. Yeah. It was Togepi fucking, it was like a gold three It was like a gold medallion. Slab. It was like so thick. I know. <laughs> it's so heavy. But it was shaped like a tiny Pokemon card. They also had those really good little 
plushy Pokeball toys, right? Were they plush yeah. inside of them? It, that was one of the times of my life that I was most devastated that we were not allowed to eat fast food because I did not get it. But I would have killed uh, for yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> my, my parents both worked nights, so mm. uh, I we got to eat fast food because grandma didn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm so jealous. I, did you see the movie in theater? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course I did. Did you get the card? They gave out Mewtwo cards. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure I cried at some part of that movie, and I don't remember what, but I know I know exactly I when you cried. And it's when, when Pikachu is slapping the shit out of himself. Because <laughs> <laughs> I related so Ash hard. There's this scene where it's it's brother versus brother. It's like the American yeah. Civil War. And there's yeah. Pikachus that are just so exhausted <laughs> they can't even Thunderstrike anymore. And they're just yeah. whining back and just slapping. Chew! Chew! And they're just slapping each other in the face and they're weeping and it's just heart-wrenching. It's horrible it's to horrible. see Pikachus beating the shit out of each other's faces. <laughs> Tell me how this is for a younger audience. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. But I will that's say pretty, that pretty That's pretty existential. I don't know. I can still watch like a gif of that scene. I'm not calling it a fucking gif. A gif of that scene. Why would um, you call it a gif? That's not what it's called. It is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's yes, it not. Is. It's a gif. No, it's a gif. It's the and the the acronym stands for is G for graphic. It's a hard G. It's not. Says who? Says the person who invented them. <laughs> oh well, they can go fuck right off. I know. I How have you tell not J.K. Rowling to, to fuck right off too? She, oh, yeah. Have you not been privy to this controversy of the GIFs versus the GIFs? <laughs> it was officially declared GIF, but I refuse. I'm a holdout. Because it's it's called, it's a GIF. It doesn't make any sense. For no, it, it doesn't make GIF. any sense. Anyway, per- no, I can sorry. see a GIF of Pikachus smacking the shit out of each other and get a little misty-eyed. Yeah. <laughs> and then also, like, Ash dies and Pikachu's crying or whatever. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it wasn't Ash dying that made me cry. No, I think it's the Pikachus beating each other up. Yeah, I think it's it's that. (laughs) It's so fucking heart-wrenching, and I don't know why. Yeah, I went and saw it with my grandmother, God bless her, because Francis may have told this story in his Mansplain Minute, or maybe not, because he hasn't done it yet. But his stepdad took him to see the movie and swears to this day that it's, like, the most confusing and bad movie he's ever seen. And so I watched the Pokemon movie as an adult, trying to like pretend like I had zero context like I was a parent taking my kid and it is fucking like out there (laughs) (laughs) do they not set it up they don't set it up that's wonderful that's so good and if you leap into the deep end of the Pokemon movie with no context it is a fucking trip that's Um, great I have to do that I haven't rewatched it since like rewatch it it's pretty bad tween age years tween age years is too old Whatever. Um, I didn't want to get into Magic the Gathering. I stayed no. I stayed rooted in Pokemon for well, too long. So Magic the Gathering was never on the table for me to get into, but I did have to resist the Yu-Gi-Oh train. <sighs> Yu-Gi-Oh, I, yeah. for some reason, it was like a split crowd. Like when I was at the library, like there were the people who played Pokemon cards and the people who played Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. And like whatever team you were on, you were on that team and there was no conflict of interest. Yeah. As soon yeah. as Magic the Gathering like came into that crowd, that t- the crowds merged mm. and anyone who resisted was slaughtered. Like like <laughs> you were just you were just taken out back and murdered. Uh, and you were like, I don't want to learn a new game. I want to keep playing Pokemon. And then all of a sudden, all your friends are dead. And you're just like, well, I want to. All right. I want to play this game then. Can you guys like teach me how to play this game? And they're like, nope, sorry. We're uh, we're done speaking to women now. Yeah. <laughs> and, then they, and then they close the doors for the next 25 years. Well, I think that was probably for the best. I don't know. It sounds hard. It's it's not that it's hard. It's just that it's it's fucking math the game and it's and it's that sounds hard. <laughs> it is. It, it's just I don't know. I I guess isn't exactly the words. It's just that like Pokemon like like the strategy of building your deck is is a large part of it. So that part is interesting. That part is fun. In terms of playing though, the strategy is is <sighs> 
I don't I don't really know that I I get how the strategy of of the actual game like works because there are people who are like legitimately like career good at it and they, yeah, they win money. I don't like that about it. I don't like how much money is wrapped up in it. Oh, it's so much money and it's why none of my gaming stores are bearable to be in anymore yeah. because it's all Magic the Gathering and it's all a fucking <sighs> whatever. It's a bummer. It's it's a legitimately good game, but it's just like if you I don't know. It, it there's no there's no space in gaming stores for anything else now, which sucks. Um that does suck. Yeah. It does. So I'm salty about Magic the Gathering. So I'm too harsh on it as a game. I'm sure as a game it's fine. Uh, and I've played a couple times and I don't necessarily hate it. I, I don't, I just don't, one, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's fun enough to have the, like. The gathering. The, the, yeah, the, <laughs> to have the gathering that it, it does have, but I guess the, the competitive nature of it the, uh, and the, yeah. and the, and the money and the, and the ability to become like quote unquote the best at it well also it doesn't have the merch that pokemon has has it has there ever no because it doesn't have cool enough stuff in it honestly like i mean like it nothing nothing is cute or like right well that's what i'm saying that's the problem that it's not cute enough i just you know in hindsight i cannot fathom the staying power of pokemon how has pokemon been a thing for this long has anything ever been a thing for this fucking long it's fucking adorable and they keep they keep up the thing is they keep updating the content to fit what we want like like as a culture they do they gave us an augmented reality game Wow. Like they they gave us they gave they gave us port you know portable console games they gave us web browser games they gave us like fucking big fluffy stuffed animals they give us whatever the fuck we want and they yeah. they, they cater to us as we change. Well, I and feel as our like it was change. like becoming a hardcore fans only thing for a while as the generations number started to stack. Like mm-hmm. you know I would say that I'm like Gen three is like a stretch, but like one and two. And I like that they're cashing in on sort of the nostalgia of Gen 1 right now because that's what's happening with our age range right now. Um, But prior to Pokemon Go when it was like Gen fucking 6, like not that many people were still on board. And yet it had like an emotional staying power. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because the games seem to keep like enough original format to to keep the nostalgia factor so Mm. like this is where i think the the difference lies so like i wasn't a nintendo person Mm -hmm. i never played the pokemon games growing up i never had exposure to them because we could afford one console in our family and we bought a sega and so that was what happened that was the end of the story and then when that died we didn't get a new one yeah so there was no there was nothing so i played all the sonic games that was my obsession video game wise i never played you are like tails yes that was my nickname when i was in elementary school oh i didn't know that oh did you make that happen no my best friend sean called me that oh yeah and then and 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 uh sean and turner and james and some other kid mike something and i don't remember who the fuck he was i think he moved but yeah so they they were like my 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 crew in yeah. elementary school we're a bunch of dorks with you know no other friends and um and we played we played the video games the 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 sonic video games and then when we weren't playing the video games we were like pretending to be those characters and playing make-believe yeah um so so that was my that was the thing that i loved but when they tried to adapt like the sonic games to to a newer like wider audience they changed they lost all of the nostalgia factor like none of the combat stayed the same none of the none of the like content like stuck to the canon and it all became like they went from being like these side scroller games to being like like weird rpgs that had nothing to do with the old games at all and none of it looked remotely the same and it didn't fit and so mm-hmm. like if you go and play one of the newer like sonic games you're yeah. not going to get any sort of nostalgia factor. And it's just like kind of a shitty RPG. It's not like, so you don't have any like good buying point. Yeah. The, Nintendo did it right with Pokemon. Like they keep a lot of the same um, 
the, the same feel to the games, but they just update them and make them, like... I just feel like they were getting to a point of reinventing the wheel that, like... I don't know. I was definitely one of those people that was like, I don't need a thousand fucking Pokemon. Like, I don't need Sunmon and Moonmon. And, like, just, like, fucking... Like, the lack of inspiration for the actual monsters oh, was starting like the, to become yeah, a little bit, Yeah, that I can like, get on board with, that, like, the new monsters get yeah. a little, like... Like, why are we still doing this? Right, um, right. Yeah. Um, but I like that it's getting, I like the way that it's getting a reboot. Like, I'm really excited for Let's Go Eevee. Yeah. yeah and I say Let's cool. Go Eevee because that's the one I'm getting, not Let's Go Pikachu. Because obviously Eevee's the tits. Eevee is the tits. Even if it can't evolve. Oh, yeah. No, Eevee's still great. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm glad we that's... agree on that. Yeah. So what are you, what would you evolve your Eevee into in real life? <sighs> no, it's, it's. I, I always, like, initially want to say Flareon, but it's Vaporeon. That's the one I love the most. What about wow. you? I, I have a really hard time. I mean, if we're talking about, like, Gen 1, it definitely, I don't give a fuck about Jolteon. It, it, it's the same kind of, like, I want to say Vaporeon, but it's Flareon. Or, like... That one, that's what I feel for you, yeah, is, is Flareon. Yeah. I get really torn between fire and water element in general. Like, whenever... It's relevant yeah, to a game. I don't know why I don't care about Jolteon, though. Like, I just I just don't. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Jolteon's fine. Mostly it comes down to, I mean, honestly, which one do you want to pet? Yeah. I, I want to hug Vaporeon. See, I want to hug Flareon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's who I want to hug. Yeah. Um, even though I have, like, maybe more respect for Vaporeon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. <laughs> There's, yeah. I mean, like, fire is fire. Yeah. But that shit is cute. Yeah. But Vaporeon's got, like, all kinds of, like, bubbles and fog, and you're swimming, you do some surf, you can ice. Yeah. Yeah. But it, is it scaly? I can't tell. It's, like, it's, like, it's, like, smooth. It's, like, it's, like, a seal. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I want to pet Flareon. Because <laughs> that shit looks like <laughs> cotton candy. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to push on it. <laughs> um, what so are yes, what so are the other know. ones? There's the in the in the in the later right releases. Yeah, those ones are good too. What with there we have what are they like? Um, there's Espeon and Umbreon and there's Umbreon, yeah. Leafeon and there's a fairy one. Yeah, I I like the look of the fairy one, but also it's cute. But it's I like wouldn't... it's too. It might be too like it looks like a baby. Yeah, it's like the baby spice of the Spice Girls of Eevees. <laughs> well now that's a thing yeah the spice girls of eevees yeah <laughs> and ginger is flareon yeah and what's vaporeon though <sighs> jolteon is definitely scary spice okay <laughs> vaporeon is sporty or posh uh, it might be posh. posh i'm thinking it's posh yeah i think so she too. looks too fancy yeah she's just so it's fancy it's just so sleek yeah and it's yeah. always kind of posing with its mermaid tail. Mm-hmm. All right, great. Well, we don't have a sporty. I don't think there is. Yeah, no, I don't think this analogy There's works not, at all. Yeah, it doesn't work. No. It doesn't go that far. <laughs> we, we started Sorry. it and it did, didn't work. I wanted it. I wanted it desperately. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> did not work. Which Backstreet Boy would the evolutions be? Man, I didn't have time for the Backstreet Boys. I was too into the Spice Girls. <laughs> I only had room in my heart for the Spice Girls until it was time for Sailor Moon. Wow, I'm 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 so able to be obsessed with too many things at once. No, nah. I was obsessed with all of that. Spice nah. Girls, Backstreet Boys. All right, do you know who I was super fucking obsessed with in a very real way? It was Together. I don't know what the fuck that is. Together. All right, we're gonna talk about this for, <laughs> for a second. Together was a fake reality show band put together by MTV for a reality show. They made like two hit singles. They made one album, but they were filmed and they were picked to be stereotypes. This They were picked to be like mocking the Backstreet Boys and the NSYNC in that they were all, they all fit a niche. Oh. Like the, the preppy one and the sporty one. Wait, so there were more than two of them? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. There was I five of them. there were and just then two. There, but the joke was that one of them was the sick one and he actually had cancer and died. Like it was, but it was like a fucking 
like it was it was all filmed on a reality show that can't be real it was real and like it it fucking <laughs> are you fact checking me right now? i am because i refuse to believe that society decayed that long ago and it's not just decaying right now yeah no it it, it was it was over with together uh but they had two amazing hit singles hold on i just need to f- find out the cancer one you plus me equals us oh my god i know oh my god i know i told i tell the truth he had hodgkin's <laughs> lymphoma yes and he was picked to be on this reality show because of that, because it was, and they like, they introduced the show by calling him the sick one. It was like the pretty boy, the, yeah. So he, weirdly, before that, his like Make-A-Wish Foundation wish was to be in a Baywatch episode as a kid with cancer. So like he already had this weird precedence for this meta cancer entertainment industry representation. Yeah. Yeah, but what was weird was that, like, when we were all watching, it was so good at being satirical. The show, the reality show was so... Because it it was staged as a reality show, but it was scripted. So they were mocking reality shows as well. So you couldn't tell what was actually real and what wasn't. So when he fucking died, like, there were a large chunk of us that were just like, is that real? We don't actually know. Um, oh, yeah, that might be yeah. one of like the greatest stories I've ever heard. <laughs> anyway, listen to "You Plus Me Equals Us." It's one of the best songs ever written. That um, sounds fake. No, it's great. Wow, that's yeah. unsettling for me. I yeah. don't like it. I feel no. weird about it. I'll I'll never so like I never land good with my mention of my obsession with together. Sure. For for obvious reasons. It's never on any nostalgia playlist you ever find anywhere. Will I recognize um, the tracks or no? I I see I Is it like on the radio? Can't imagine that you wouldn't. But every time I've tried to relate to someone about this, it's never happened. With the exception of one person one time I'm in my friend Muriel's apartment and I'm just like, haha, here's a funny story. Do you remember this band you probably forgot about together? That silly MTV band. And she didn't even have to move from where she was standing, but she reached over and like pulled the actual album off the shelf. <laughs> it was like the best moment of my life. I've never been so validated. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm thinking that I may not recognize it because my quick Wikipedia said 2000 and I think I was not tuned into pop music around that time. I think I might have boarded a different genre train. Yeah. Well, I mean, they had they had one album. Yeah. It I'm just saying, like, that if one it year. was, like, if we're talking 98, I might have known. But if it was, like, 2000, 2001, I might not have known about that. Yeah. So there were only two songs that got, that got played on the radio. So there's, like, maybe a chance. But if you weren't, like, tuned into the weird MTV, like, aspect of it that was happening it was i guess it was a low chance that you'd remember you know this really for me devalues david bowie's whole lazarus setup oh my god (laughs) because michael cucciano (laughs) did it first talk about cuccione 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 I don't know. Wikipedia is saying that he was a fucking cancer research activist. I don't think he was alive long enough for that. Are you frowning at me? <laughs> Who are you frowning at right now? Me? Yeah. I'm not frowning at anybody. Um, so the the Wikipedia article for it is was definitely written by like a fanatic. Because the Ooh. level of care in detail is also kind of unnerving. Well, I mean, I guess that, that tracks though. That who else would put time into writing a wikipedia article i'm just blown away yeah well okay so what evie would be michael cuccione <laughs> jolteon because because why <laughs> <laughs> i'm because because he's extra okay i like I, I, that's the best word that yeah. i have in my head for that i mean i would say probably umbreon because like because of like the morbid morbidity of it oh the goth yeah, yeah. and yeah. the fact that he's dead you know that that makes more sense yeah sure yeah i wish there was like a like a poison type one because then we could like be like oh because chemo yeah 
Uh, I did it. Sorry. I just had to keep pushing it, Michael Cuccioni, until I made you uncomfortable. You did. You finally got me. It's mostly you you, you pushing the issue with with my mixed on chemo and cancer and how... I, mean, I don't like the association. With I don't the like word cancer poison because I don't like the fact that some people will literally just not go to the doctor because they don't want to do that, and then also that it is kind of poison. You know, like uh, just uh, there's uh, oh God, sorry, my I'm sorry. It's okay, my my my. <laughs> My job, my job can't, like, I, n- I never leave work. It's, like, just, it's always, like, just sitting right back here. Yeah, can't go. Oh, God. Go well, to your doctors, but don't trust your doctors. That's my hashtag. What um, was your favorite gym on the show? Oh. Oh, my God. Good Christ. I don't know character. if I'm going to remember that. You liked Ash. You didn't, like, Misty. Her. Did you say who was my favorite gym? Yeah. Like, um, that Ash had to go to... I thought the gym episodes were always the coolest. Oh, oh, okay. All right. You're like asking me about the... Okay. I don't remember Misty's. Misty's gym? Yeah. Misty's gym was where she had three awesome, hot, circus, acrobatic, water, (laughs) sport gym leader (laughs) sisters that were like awesome that Ash came to defeat. And then there was like Misty, who was like the ugly sister that they teased. Oh my God. I remember that. That Yeah. stupid i hated that okay yeah it was all right so then horrible <laughs> so then no uh <laughs> what was ash's gym like again ash didn't have a gym he was just like a kid from a small town oh okay so that's why yeah he started the the pokemon journey at the ripe age of 10 years old <laughs> and set out alone into the woods Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Brock was the first gym he comes to. Brock's story was actually very weird, where Brock was responsible for raising his siblings because his dad ran away. And he had like a hundred of them. I liked Brock's whole storyline a lot. Yeah. And then his dad Mm -hmm. in that episode like finally came back and Brock was like, okay, peace. Raise your own fucking kids now. It was weird. It was a weird intro to the show. Yeah. Yeah. I I remember that. And then you had Misty. And then everybody after that, they just like beat up and then left. Yeah, so I liked the psychic Pokemon and gym Misty a lot. And what other gyms were there then? Hmm. There's like one for each of the elements. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was like one. Yeah, in, I don't in remember most that. Towns. I I I remember Misty's. I remember Brock's definitely. And then I don't. I don't really remember what there's, the elements um, were. The electric one was Lieutenant Surge. There's like a weird, <laughs> like American-looking army guy. Um, I'm so impressed with you right now. Just by the way, what'd you say? I'm so impressed with you right now. Just, just by the way, um, <laughs> I always liked the psychic one the best because that episode was kind of weird. There was like stuff going on in the town because the gym leader was like too psychic and it was like fucking with everybody. Oh, and she oh, was like a little oh, girl. I remember that. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a really good one. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember that one. Man. I would like to give it a listen, like, give it a, a, re- a rewatch. Like, you know, I know I wouldn't get very far, probably. I can't well, it imagine. does go by really fast. It's pretty intolerable. Yeah, yeah. But they're so quick, because it. if you take the commercial breaks out, it was a half-hour show. And, like, if you took the commercial breaks out, fast-forward through the Team Rocket speech, the show's, like, 15 minutes an episode. It's like a yeah. YouTube series. Yeah. Okay, so the song... I want to tell like a little anecdote about the fucking song. <laughs> the intro or the or the poker rap? No, not the poker rap. The okay. the 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 Pokemon theme song. Okay. So so I don't know. A couple years ago, I'm helping somebody put together like a anime theme party or whatever. Looking for different anime or cartoon theme songs to to put together and googling different things and downloading them whatever so we're looking up things like top 100 best anime songs or whatever and 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 going we find a couple youtube videos that go through them we listen to one and they're doing a countdown of like all the best the very best the very best and the number one at the end of the countdown is the pokemon theme song which fine sure i guess fair i don't know i don't know anything about anime but the intro to it was so dramatic 
this girl was just like this video was like like the number one choice when you typed in like top anime songs on on youtube this was really like highly rated and, and had a lot of views and she gets to that and she goes and finally the song that brought us all together as humankind <laughs> And then, like, introduce the Pokemon song, but I was just like, wait, what? You did rewatch <laughs> the song, the song that connected us all as humans. And I just thought it was like, so comically inflating the importance of this fucking theme song. There are so many important things that you need to do after this podcast. You need to listen to the full version of the poker rap. As if I haven't. Okay, we'll do yeah. it again. Okay. <laughs> and you need to fucking learn it. <laughs> okay. Um, download and play the whole ROM for the first Game Boy game. Okay. And you need to rewatch the whole show. <laughs> I have a very busy night ahead of me. Yeah, all of it tonight. That's all right. I went through a period when uh, Francis and I first started dating. We like went through a weird Pokemon thing and yeah. rewatched the show. You know, not all of it, but just like the first chapter or whatever the fuck Um, sure yeah and it's so bad it's really hard to watch but you'll still cry sometimes like i think you'll cry over butterfree oh okay yeah and Uh, i think you'll cry in the episode where charmander and bulbasaur and squirtle think that ash has abandoned them oh my god i forgot about that yeah and they are talking but you'll be delighted by the episode that all the bad pokemon and good pokemon team up to get off of pokemon giant pokemon island Yes! Oh my god, I'm gonna love that so much. Because they talk okay. in that episode, which is great. You get subtitles. Yes. For the oh my god. Do you remember that horrible, horrible band that I loved that I should never have loved? MSI. Oh yeah. Oh god. Do you? But do you remember that that one like viral meme video of of fucking Pokemon? No. To... No. All right. I'm gonna send it to you. What happened? It's bad. It's just like, it's just like, it was a silly, like, fucking, it was, you know, pre-YouTube Newgrounds media or whatever, whatever the fuck we were watching videos on before YouTube was a thing. Newgrounds or... I literally don't remember. I know we were watching videos, but I don't even remember. (laughs) Yeah. They were like, there, it was, it was a weird, scary time where you had to go look at three different websites before you found what you were... Yeah. Some something entertaining to watch yeah. yeah all right i'm gonna look up those things i'm gonna send you that bad msi video do also tell me of of generation one pokemon the best and worst pokemon to have to have sex with wow man there are a lot of worsts i'm gonna be <laughs> honest with you you know what there's a lot of worsts but i'm gonna give jinx the fucking the worst the worst. I think sh- I think Jinx is the worst. What? Yeah. Jinx is worse than, like, Caterpie? Yeah, I mean... Jinx is basically a human. I don't know if I'm going to go that far. <laughs> Caterpie is basically, like, like some anal beads. Like, you just figure it out. <laughs> I think the best, though... <laughs> you just do what you got to do. Uh, I think the best... I don't know. Vulpix is pretty hot. Diana, you could pick, like, Mr. Mime. It's basically a person with four arms. I would not pick Mr. Mime. I'm intentionally not picking Mr. fucking Mime. Do you know how crazy scary Mr. Mime is? (laughs) I mean, if you rewatch the show, you'll see that it's heavily implied that Ash's mom has sex with Mr. Mime. I can't wait to find that out. But no, I don't want that at all. Why? Who are your best and worst... I don't fucking Fuckable know. Fuckable Pokemon. <laughs> it would probably be something, best would probably be something humanoid. And worst would probably be something either on fire or sharp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. I asked, I had this conversation with someone once and they said best would be Lickitung, which is fucking gross, but also kind of right. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. So I want to, I want to make that reference out loud, but I don't want to say that that's my choice. <laughs> Sure, no, I'm f- proud of you. I mean, yeah, I would probably go with... <laughs> Mr. Mime? You would fuck Mr. Mime? Say it. Say it out loud. I think I would pick Jinx over Mr. Mime. Ugh. God. But I think that the, uh, like, some of the fighting types are also pretty humanoid. Yeah. Like, if you like, yeah. like, 
real butch looking guys. A machoke or a machamp makes sense. Machoke, machamp, yeah. Yeah, they kind of have the faces of dogs, but they have the (laughs) bodies of people. (laughs) And hopefully the penises of people. Um, (laughs) They have the the penis of dogs. Dogs have the the most desirable type of penis. (laughs) Get out the lipstick. I fucking hate it. Wow. So we've learned a lot. Listeners, if you have any insight into this conversation that isn't creepy, email us. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that could possibly not be creepy, but if you email feel us uncomfortable the... with what you're saying, then you're all right. But if you feel yes. kind of good about what you're about to say, save it. Don't tell us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But if you feel really uncomfortable, please tell us who your best and worst Pokemon lay yeah. is. First generation only. I know. Um, I think the worst um sexy Pokemon fanfic I ever read was Machamp. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. But the problem was Machamp was having sex with the trainer and then also other Pokemon. Oh, yeah, I know that ruins it somehow. Yeah, it was like right, so Ash that's the other thing. and then send Vaporeon. Us, send us some links to good uh, Pokemon-related fanfiction. Yeah. I always want to see that. And please, like, weigh in on your thoughts about, like, what where your Pokemon nostalgia is lies is it the game the, mm. the the video games the card games or the tv show like yeah. where where did you get your 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 roots sunk into that fandom yeah i think that's a very interesting point i can't really think of a lot of other um fandoms that truly have that many different uh incarnations that you yeah. would potentially be recruited by like there is a Mario cartoon, sure, but like no one's out there that's just like I just like the fucking cartoon. Fuck no. the video games. Yeah. Or no. the live action there movie. There were two. Weren't there were two Mario shows, right? And one had like that fucking live action intro. Like, like intro yeah, that yeah. was really fucking good. I only remember that one. Yeah. There was the same thing with with uh, um with with Sonic, there were two versions of the cartoon, and one was yes. dark and fucking like like kind of sinister, and one was like campy and cartoony and and silly. I liked the uh, old, the old whichever one was older. I liked, but there's a been a more recent one because they draw Doctor Robotnik like a lot like pointier, and I haven't seen yeah. that one. I don't know if that one's the dark one or not. No, no, it's not. It's oh. just that they they're both like. The two that I'm thinking of existed sort of, like, around oh, the same time frame. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked Sonic, but I never had Sega. And I only ever got to play Sega, like, at aftercare at school. Because I got picked up yeah. late. But my friends never had Sega. So Sonic mm-hmm. was, like, this fucking unreachable, beautiful thing. That's amazing to me. Do you know how emotional that makes me feel? Because, like, when I went to college and I was, like... I really want... Oh, man, you guys have video games? I want to play video games. I haven't played video games since I was in fucking elementary school because we hadn't had a console since mm-hmm. since Sega died. And everybody had Nintendo. And I was yeah. like, I, what the fuck is any of this? Yeah. Where is... <laughs> Where's Sonic? Yeah, Where's I, Sonic? Where's... I still have, like, a weird feeling if I have access to Sonic. Like, it's just yeah. this secret unattainable beautiful game it's the rarest of all of the games it's so good yeah it's super good except fuck you mr robotnik's mean bean machine what a fucking stupid ass game oh i don't know that one it's just tetris but with beans and for some reason mr robotnik is there it's like it's oh it's like dr mario yeah yeah and that was the end. That was like towards the end of the line when everything started to fall apart and we lost our way. There, uh, I remember a little while ago, there may a little while ago, Jesus, it was probably like 10 years ago, uh, that there was a werewolf Sonic the Hedgehog role-playing <sighs> game. Yeah, and it, it, there was nothing that to That doesn't make, make you... any sense. No, there it didn't make any sense. There was no reason for Sonic fans to want to play it there was no reason for fans of rpgs to want to play it over any of the million other rpgs there are and that's where sonic fell apart they tried to like half-ass catering to other like to the development 
Well, um, Mario was starting to have RPGs, but they were like good and yeah. like cute and like maintained the same sort of aesthetic. They maintained the aesthetic. Yeah. They maintained the characters, and they didn't try to like reinvent them or anything, so that you still had the nostalgia factor to want to play them. It's none of them are going to be the best RPGs on the market. Yeah. But if it still keeps that nostalgia factor, you'll want to play them. I will um, say that I had to house sit, and they had a Sonic RPG game that I think came out before the Werewolf game, but like not by a lot. It was that same console generation, mm-hmm. um, and I loved it. And I was really sad that I never got to finish it, but I don't know what it was called. And it was the Sonic one? Mm-hmm. Oh, it had that. like a million different uh, mammals that you got to... <laughs> play as but you didn't get to choose it was like the different chapters and when you got to the next chapter you would be like the bunny or the squirrel or whatever but i just thought it was the gameplay was really fun oh okay i'll have to look that up and but it was it, it wasn't sonic it was like a different fucking game yeah of yeah. being different kinds of mammals and some can jump and some can roll really fast and yeah, whatever so what the fuck does that have to do with anything um yeah that's that's the annoying part all right so so please tell us where you got your interest in sonic uh in sonic in fucking pokemon <laughs> uh wow we tangented how weird uh tell us where you got your interest in in the pokemon game uh or the pokemon franchise in general Ooh, um, i have a question yes i have a question that's gonna sound judgmental to furries which is not my intention but might be my impact do you think that good Pokemon cosplay is truly doable? Or is it a bridge too far? Can you um, have a good, recognizable Pokemon cosplay that doesn't feel like a furry? Have you yeah, seen absolutely. it done? Yeah, absolutely. I've seen really? it done. Um, and it's and it's and it's when there's not because if you're in a full fruit suit, everybody's gonna assume you're a furry, which is legitimately not a big a big deal. But if you're going from a cosplay perspective, there's a, I I assume, like, I don't think that there's any need to differentiate, but I think cosplayers want there to be a differentiation of, uh, that from the furry, like, aspect of things and costuming. Um, so, which, which I get, because, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to automatically be assumed to have that proclivity if you don't. But I've seen a lot of, not just Pokemon, but other, like, like fully animal cosplays uh so like i've seen i've seen a lot of of different pokemon cosplays uh that where instead of being in a full fursuit there's a combination of makeup for elements and there's like costume pieces that are really really well done um to kind of give the give the aesthetic overall that to the point where you know exactly what you're looking at it's recognizable but yeah. you're not they're they're not obscured completely. You're not a person inside a suit. Uh, I've seen really good Ewok costumes done that way as well, where like you're not, you know, like exa- like but entirely. But Ewoks have clothes. Sure. Like, could Some you imagine Pokemon seeing good, have like gremlins? No, but I'd love to see that. Yeah, I'd really love to see that. I just I think it depends on the Pokemon, but I think that the the cuter and like cuddlier the Pokemon, the more challenging it becomes. Yeah, it would be. It would be challenging not like, to Like, I think just you could be it. a kick-ass Blastoise, but, like, yeah. I, I don't know if you could really be a Pikachu. Well, I mean, you could be in, like, a fucking onesie, or you could be, like, yeah. I don't want, I wouldn't say Pikachu's cute and cuddly as much as, like, I think, I think the, the, the more you go towards, like, Flareon, you're getting into a dangerous territory. Oh, really? Of, like, yeah. maybe you of, like fuck me. Oh, like maybe you want to fuck this. <laughs> maybe maybe you want to fuck this fox. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I agree. Yeah, it's just it's hard because I uh, sometimes I think it would be fun to do Pokemon costumes, and then I just can't. I can't get there into my brain where I feel like it's not like trying to make it fuckable. I mean. I'm going to say that I've seen some really great Ewok costumes that I thought also looked a little bit fuckable. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so, like, I don't know. I don't, Where's the line? It's a toss-up. Who's to say? Well, at least there's one more world problem that we've outlined that we have yet to solve. Is? Is how to make a not-fuckable, fluffy Pokemon costume. Yeah, how to make... I mean, you know, it's just like, could you do... I, you know what? I have so many thoughts right now. Like this, 
this episode's getting too long. But you know Disney's Robin Hood? Yeah, I want to fuck that. <laughs> yeah, you want to fuck both of them. <laughs> Robin Hood and Maid Marian are so hot. Yeah. Um. So. But they're humanoid. They're human. They're like, just Like, not bipedal. only do they they're have the agency bi- and culture of a human, but they also are articulated like human bodies. Uh-huh. But... You know, chance. But like, if a human, (laughs) if a human tried to dress up in that costume, that'd be fine. They wouldn't be able to not be sexy. Yeah, but that would be. I mean, those are basically humans with fox faces. Pokemon can only (laughs) say their own names. They are pets for all intents and purposes. They don't have culture, with the exception of ones that are hyper intelligent. I don't really understand how this works. Yeah, we don't know that. That's. Not necessarily true. I'm just saying Disney's Fox Robin Hood is not the same thing as like a Psyduck. Oh man, Psyduck might be the least fuckable. <laughs> maybe maybe it's Psyduck. Psyduck would certainly be the most disappointing. <laughs> yeah. It'd be the most work for me, I feel like. Um <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> we're, uh, we're gonna we're gonna go mosey on out of this episode, so I can continue to list Pokemon that I find disappointing in bed. <laughs> so we'll uh, where where can you find us? Where can you connect with us, Avalon? You can connect Outside with us podcast. on, I believe, all of the the most popular forms of social media, including Instagram at Femsplained Podcast, Twitter at Femsplained Cast. Facebook at Femsplain Podcast, and I think that's it. Uh, and check us out on YouTube. We're putting some oh YouTube and up there. Twitch and Twitch. Yeah, both Femsplain Podcast. Sweet. And and you can email us. I already said uh, yes. That. Please it... do with the aforementioned things, which are how did you get into Pokemon? Which Pokemon is the most and least fuckable? Ooh, and... I want to say that we gave you three options for how you got into Pokemon. None of those options include the manga. And if you are here to say that, like, that's how you got into it or that's the best form, then just go away. Because I think that you're just trying to <laughs> pretend like that you're something that you're not. And I'm not interested. We want we want the truth. Yeah. We want the goddamn truth. I don't know who truth. you're trying to impress. It's not going to be me. We're not here to be impressed. No. We're never going to be impressed. <laughs> I'm I'm probably gonna be impressed, but I won't I won't articulate it. No. Um. Yeah. So how you got into it, and was there anything else we wanted? Um. Uh, I don't care. No. no. <laughs> I guess if you uh, want to weigh in on this whole like cosplay thing. Oh yeah. yeah. No, actually, please. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you've fucking done one, please. I'm dying to know. Like if you've done a a. a cosplay of a pokemon i want to see it yeah i mean i want to see it but we're not going to really be able to tell you how we really feel about it i will no I'll you won't them. you'll just say I oh will. my god good job whereas i might be like that's still a little bit too fuckable <laughs> all right please send us your pokemon cosplay so i can say that it looks nice and avalon can say she wants to fuck it <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Please do exactly that. I can't wait. Um, I want like a hot or not of Pokemon cosplay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's what we'll do. Uh, Avalon, what are you doing after this? Um, I'm going to do homework. What are you doing after this? I'm going to do some wine uh, and go to bed. <laughs> think more about which Pokemon I'd rather bone. Maybe not while we were whining. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and that's it. That's the end. Well, thank yeah, you for listening, people. listeners. Peepers. Thank you. And Peepers. thank you for talking, Diana. Thank you, Avalon, for showing up. <laughs> for just showing up. <laughs> for just being here. All right. Well, have a really blessed day, everyone.